Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Hello, and welcome to episode 54, Olympic Fever. So, can you feel it yet? Is that Olympic fever setting you alight? (laughs) I'm just, I'm so excited, it's just, I'm going to burst. The sound quality today is a little bit different. I'm actually recording in the back garden of my in-laws. We actually came and attended our first Olympic event yesterday. Woohoo! We went to see two football matches at St James's Park. And... um, They've, you know, spent the night here, so I thought I would creep out this morning and come and uh, record out here. Now, they do live on a busy main road, so there is some car background noise, and I'm currently being serenaded by a herring gull, so there will be some bird noises too, but um, hopefully it won't be too distracting and we'll be able to work our way through it. But anyway, Olympic fever, it's definitely hitting me. I had a brilliant time at the football yesterday. I'm not a great at football aficionado, um, but I have to say they're probably the two best football matches I've seen in a big stadium. I tend to enjoy watching football on a smaller scale than on a big scale. It gets a bit impersonal, but we were really quite close to the front. And the first match, which was Mexico versus South Korea, there were an awful lot of Mexican fans and an awful lot of South Korean fans, so the atmosphere was absolutely brilliant. And the second match, which was Gabon versus Switzerland, there weren't as many fans, and a lot of the Mexican and South Korean fans went um, and didn't stay for that match. But uh, there were also some, you know, there were some Swiss fans. There were a smattering of Gabon fans, and I have to say, the Brits seemed to take um, Gabon to their hearts. So there was an awful lot of um, support for them as well. So it was really good, and to me, you know... The games are now underway. I know it's not the opening ceremony until tonight, um, and we are herring home and returning in time for that, so I can see it. I can't wait to see it. I'm really excited. I like Danny Boyle's vision anyway, and and he's promised cheap. 
he's promised sheep in the opening ceremony. So I'm also quite convinced that they will be well looked after. And, uh, you know, if they're anything like um, the animals that Adam from Countryfile um, hires out, um, they actually love performing. So I'm looking forward to that no end. And then, you know, that will be it. I'll be casting on for Ravalenix projects during the opening ceremony. During the opening ceremony. Although I have to say, I don't actually know that I'm going to be casting on. Uh, my main project during Ravalenix is going to be a um, cardigan, a crochet cardigan, Millicent by Amanda Perkins, Queenie Amanda from the Natural Dye Studio. Um, I've been. I bought the yarn and the pattern together at Wonderwall Wales back in April, and I've sort of had it in mind as my project because I'm working on the basis that um, I can crochet on the train. It will be easy to do, and should I get my crochet hook confiscated um, at security at any point, then it's not a whole load of knitting left loose in my bag. It's one stitch so I can kind of cope with that. Um, I have to say yesterday there were some security issues in uh, at St James's Park. I think born of the fact that you know the left hand didn't quite know what the right hand was doing. Um, but anyway I had a pair of plastic child-sized four millimeter needles in my handbag and um, they didn't pose a problem at all. So, um, but I took them because I have 10 pairs of them. Um, a lovely gift <laughs> many, many years ago from um, Pat and Steve from Woolly Thoughts when they stopped working in schools. Um, they donated them to me, so I took a pair of those because I've got 10 pairs. And I thought, well, if I end up losing a pair of those in this event, I can live. Um, so actually, I knitted um, throughout pretty much the matches. I knitted a couple of squares for, oh, you've guessed it, another wool sack cushion. Uh, God, you know, I do, it, I do. I said a long time ago it felt like the red shoes, and I really do feel like that. I still haven't. They haven't lost their grip on me. Um, this week I have. What have I done? I have finished off. Right, last week I finished off the Year Six residential cushion. This week I went and treated myself with birthday money that's been hanging around a long time. Um, I went and bought myself a new sewing machine that does zigzag. My 1958 Singer only does forwards and backwards. Um, and the foot pedal, my dad fitted a foot pedal to it when he gave it to my mum. And it does, it sort of smells a bit burny now. Um, so I went and got myself a new sewing machine. It's only a little one. It's only, you know, it's a brother. Um, but it's not a fancy pants, you know, 57 stitches. It's got 23, which is quite enough for me. Um, so I seamed the... Um, green weaving that I'd done on my Ashford Litters loom and seamed that into a cushion and I also finished off the weaving from that my class had been working on and um, fulled that as well, a little bit of hot water cold water agitation and then chucked it in the tumble dryer for a bit um, and that shrunk down from, it was 99 and a half inches long to begin with and 10 inches wide and it shrunk down to 8 inches wide and 78 inches long um, so I actually had a little bit to spare which is great because I can take that in and show the children in September I know they're not in my class anymore well you know one is but I can you know go and show them and uh, 
see what they think of it, you know, so they can they can have a feel. Um, so I seamed those, and then I had a couple of guild cushions left, and two um, from members of the guild, and two pod, those two podcaster listener cushions. So I bundled those all up and posted them down to um, Irene in London, who is going to be giving them, I think, to the Norwegian Olympic team this week. So it's all very exciting. And then, obviously, I've still got a few odds and ends and things lurking in bags. And um, the handspun listener's cushion and the back from Caratrike. So there are a few bits and bobs that still need finishing. I've got until August, about August the 20th. I think they need to be in London, ready to be stuffed, you know, stuffed and labelled by about the 21st of August. So that they can go to Paralympic athletes. So I have still got a little bit of time. But I thought that I, I thought long ago that the cushions would be done, so I chose Millicent as my Ravelenix project, and um, I'm still going for that. I think it's easier to do on the train, um, and it you know we'll we'll sort of see how it goes. I'm not envisaging actually that I would crochet a lot at the event, um, simply because oh, I have to concentrate a little bit on crochet, and actually I want to go and concentrate on the events as well um so i mean i don't have to concentrate on ordinary crochet but amanda's motifs are not familiar to me so i will need to you know sort of focus on them but it's all it's all exciting and i'm all just it's the olympics and they're here and it's 20 to 8 at the minute, and apparently at 12 minutes past 8 this morning, um, there is a, a surge for people to ring bells for three minutes on the, um, you know, on, on the, the go for, to signify 12 hours until the start. So I don't know if that's, um, if that is going to happen, if it's going to be, if I'm going to be able to hear it from here. Um, there aren't that many church bells within reach of my in-laws home but um certainly not a full peal of bells anyway there's a couple of small churches that have a one one bell that tolls so i don't know i suppose i could go and ring their doorbell for three minutes flat wouldn't they i don't think that would go down very well with my husband who's still asleep <laughs> that would make me really popular um but you know it's all it's all happening it's all exciting i keep jumping up and down like a very excited thing um and the atmosphere, like I say yesterday, was absolutely superb. It was brilliant. I'm just so into it. So, so into it. And just... Oh, you know. I hate... I don't... You know, you know I don't get particularly political, but goodness me, Mitt Romney, don't come to visit somebody and then criticise them. You know. Naff off back home. If you haven't got anything good to say, go away. So... Sorry, I may edit that one out later. I don't mean to cause any offence to anyone who, you know, supports Mitt Romney's uh, policies, but, you know, how rude. It's like going round to someone's house for a dinner party and criticising their organisation. Just don't do it. Go away. Anyway. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> um... So it's, it's, yeah, it's all go. So, uh, you know, crochet update, Millicent update. As in, uh, I'm, that's what I'm going to do, but I haven't started yet. Um, 
Woolsack update. That's that's kind of it, really, isn't it? There isn't there isn't much to to go for, apart from my something I really like, which is it's just oh no brainer. Something I really like. The build up to the Olympics. I am having such a blast. It's just so exciting. I've just I I was uh, living not far from Manchester during the Commonwealth Games in 2002 and we went to several events there and that was really good I really really enjoyed it but this is like the feeling of of Manchester quadrupled it's just it's just so exciting so um I just love all the competitiveness and every time I hear other people's national anthems I get all tearful something about my age I seem to cry at the drop of a hat these days um get all emotional I'm going to be a nightmare when I start hearing the national, British national anthem. It's, honestly, it's going to be a trauma. Um, and, and I'm just, I'm so excited. I've got Team G, I've got a Team GB T-shirt, a Team GB, um, you know, a red one, not one of the actual ones that looks like the kid. They don't do them in my size, strange enough. Uh, but I've got a red one, um, and I've got the hubby, uh, a polo shirt, Team GB polo shirt. Yesterday I picked up a Team GB venue baseball cap. So... You know, I'm good to go. I even picked up. <laughs> this, I don't know if this shows my age. Um, we bought a, a set of top trumps cards for the Olympic venues because we thought that if you have to arrive quite early in some of them and you have to sit there and do nothing, we thought we'd have a set of top trumps to play. <laughs> my children, actually, the children in my class, we've got a few sets of top trumps and they still love them. They absolutely adore them. So um, it's maybe not so, maybe I'm not so old fashioned and you know retro but um if you don't know what top trumps is it's a kind of card game where um each card that the, the cards are in a set all based around a particular theme so it might be um superheroes or um cars or anything and there'll be a series of categories um so it might be you know your superpowers um how many enemies you've thwarted that kind of thing. If you're a superhero for a car, it would be your brake horsepower. It would be um, the miles per gallon. It would be all sorts of facts and figures. And you have your set of cards, and you don't know what's coming up. And whoever is in control states one of the categories. And whoever, everyone else then states what they've got on their card for that category. And if it's the one who wins, trumps, has got the highest value... Um, takes all of the cards and the idea is to end up winning by taking all of the cards well we bought the olympic venues one yesterday so it's that the categories on there are all i think about capacity and when it was built um and how many sports events will take place and things like that so we haven't properly looked at it because we're, we're sort of hanging on to it for like i say for those moments where we have to arrive two hours in advance and there's nothing to do um so but yeah so something I really like is, is the build-up to the Olympics and, and the Olympics itself, and I'm just really, really excited. And then my excitement knows no bounds, because on Sunday... <laughs> on Sunday, um, I'm going into London. Even though I don't have any Olympic tickets on Sunday, uh, I'm going in, um, because I'm going to see if I can navigate my way to Crouch End, which really does like, sound like the end of nowhere, doesn't it? But... Um, it's a part of North London that I've never been to. Now, I, I work fine when I can, you know, visualise where everything is and everything's within walking distance of a tube station. 
Um, but this doesn't appear to be within walking distance of a tube station, so that might prove a bit of a problem. But anyway, uh, I am making my way to Nest, um, the yarn shop in Crouch End, because there's going to be a little bit of a podcaster meet-up. How exciting. Uh, Louise from Caithness Craft Collective is going to be there. She's organised it all because she's coming into the big smoke. Um, and also um, Green Triangle Girl from A Playful Day is going to be there as well. And there's going to be some podcast listeners too. So, you know, if you're in the area around about half past one on Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, uh, you know, around the Crouch End area, come and say hello. Um, I'll be the one that, you know, will be fighting for talking <laughs> space. <laughs> We probably, no one's going to get a word in edgeways, really, are they? Either that, we'll all be so conscious of not talking over each other that it's just going to be sitting there in silence. I don't know which is going to be worse. <laughs> anyway, I'm really looking forward to that. This is just a, a short episode to, because I'm just so excited about the Olympics, it's just untrue. Uh, and just to let you know that, you know, if you were at any point, in the UK looking at a three-quarter completed woolsack cushion thinking, well, I missed the deadline on that, what a shame. Do not, do not give up, all right? Contact me or contact Jane at jane at woolsack.org and they will let you know the address in which to send it to um, because they're, it's all now being, there's being sent to London it need to be there by around about the 20th of August. Um, but if you have got a partly completed Woolsack cushion and you're thinking, well, I could, I could finish this off, then do so. I urge you to do so because... That was a very noisy motorbike. Um, I, do, I do urge you to do so because there are so many people, so many athletes wanting the, the cushions and so many athletes just delighted with them that I would say if you've got one part completed please 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 do what you can to finish it uh, and get it sent off and we'll supply you with the address to do that with it's just too good an opportunity to miss honestly it just feels fantastic I spotted I mean how how dopey am I I didn't notice this until this weekend just gone that at least uh, that one of my cushions and one of my guild members' cushions and a cushion that was made by several members of the guild altogether, one of the collective cushions, um, were presented to the wheelchair fencing Team GB squad uh, back in June. Didn't even notice. There was a photo up on the, on the Walsack website. Missed it. The only thing I can think of is it did actually happen around about the time of the Year 6 residential. And I did kind of lose track of... Twitter and, and Woolsack for that week because I was just a bit incommunicado but I was very very excited to find that you know to actually identify where at least one of my cushions has gone and um, since the, this this large batch that I've been doing I've actually been putting an email address on because the feedback they've been getting is that lots of the athletes would like to be able to say thank you personally uh, and obviously they can't because most of the labels just say Nick from Northwich or, or something so I thought right I'm, I'm actually going to put email addresses on the next bunch so that's what I've done so you know they're going to get distributed soon hopefully that will be um, all exciting anyway until next time it's been lovely to chat to you in a very 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 excited state and um, I'll catch up with you 
soon. Until next time, bye. You've been listening to Yarns from the Plain. Show notes and links are available at the Yarns from the Plain show page at yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can leave a comment over there on the show page, or you can email me at yarnsfromtheplain at googlemail.com, or message me on Ravelry, where I'm Tales from the Plain. Until next time, take care, and thanks for listening.